Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, haters. That'll work right there. Love this song. Bumble it. (laughs) Hell yeah. It is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app. You know you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Thursday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We will be taking you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. You are lying. (laughs) And we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers tirerack.com the way tire buying should be so we are going to catch up with albert breer uh who's in indianapolis at the combine um look i mean you know uh hopefully alberts we find him on his way out to have you know one last liver kiss before he calls it a night liver kiss. you know like whatever uh whatever he's into that's fine you know we're hoping we can get a banged up albert breer because that's always our favorite albert breer on the show but you know one thing that he's probably seen there i mean because according to adam schefter this guy's making the rounds uh is josh harris the brand new owner of the washington commanders uh adam schefter with the following tweet Attending his first combine as the Washington Commander's owner, Josh Harris has sat in and taken part of each of the six interviews that the team has conducted with the top quarterback prospects in this draft. Most owners don't attend the combine. Harris is not only in Indianapolis, but a part of the quarterback interview process. So I'm just wondering whether or not Josh Harris wrote that for Adam Schefter or if that's an original tweet. You know what's interesting? (laughs) My um, combine experience consisted of having a meeting with Dan Snyder, who was then the new owner of the team. 
Little Danny. At his first combine. What team was that? The Washington. Um, then they were known as the Redskins. Oh, my God. That was the team I got drafted by. They're now known as the Commanders, but the, the people commandos, that. Commandos, but yeah. The Commandos, but the, the people who signed my checks, um, that was the Redskins. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, that's just the truth. I mean, I'm not, you know, making anything up or trying to be funny here. I just, and I was just giving an example of, of the story that was just told, which I find there to be a very curious comparison, you know, to the fact that, you know, Harris is there and they're lauding him for being there. Um, well, I don't know if they're lauding him. All right, I, maybe. They, Sounds like I mean, I, I, that. That's the thing about a, a report like this is I don't know how it's going to be taken. You know, mm-hmm. he's got experience as a managing partner uh, under the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, the the New Jersey Devils, um, dating back to 2011, 2013, uh, even Crystal Palace, which is a Premier League team. So he, he's been around enough professional sports franchises where he might say, like, this is what I believe as a professional sports owner I need to do to be successful. And we don't know the extent to which he's involved. I think for the fan base, there's good and bad. Like, there's owners who are really involved, and you tend to see success from teams, right? There are some that, like, this isn't my expertise. I'm smart enough to know that. I'm, you know, there, there's being intelligent enough to know what you know, and then the higher intelligence is also being willing to admit and, and willing to understand there's things you don't know. And you hire smart people to go, you know, do those things and figure those things out for you. And so maybe he's the type that feels like from his past experience with other professional sports franchises, he can impart his wisdom and that's going to be able to, you know, help guide them to being successful, being competitive for, for Super Bowls. But it feels like the more interaction, especially with these new ownership groups, usually the worse it goes. Usually the worst off it is. It's Just look at the track record. Look at, yeah. Like David Tepper. Jimmy Haslam until recently. Like, go look at the years when Jimmy Haslam first took over and the firing and firing and firing and the cycles they went through initially. And you could say they initially figured out, and I don't know, I guess we'll see this year how things look, but it usually has not worked out well. I think when guys become too much of a fan of of their team, it's it's radioactive. It becomes radioactive. Is that, that what happened with little Danny? I would just base that off of my experience. I, I would think that that's what happened to him. Courtside with him. I mean, at Bullets game. Ever sit courtside with him? They were yeah, they were the Wizards by the time I got there. But were they? Yeah, I think they were the Bullets back then, weren't they? God dang, Q, I was there. And I'll tell, you, I'll tell I'm you, I'll tell you. I'm not trying to pull Sam. I'm not you. trying to pull Sam right now. I mean, I, I do was, not want to be that I was guy. there, I don't though. care if you were there. I know what happened more than you do. <laughs> they were the bullets, LeVar. <laughs> Ross Tucker. I do remember the fight better than you do. Huh? Okay. That's right. Yeah. They, so they ended the bullets back in 1997. Yeah. I didn't get yeah, there until 2000. I know why they changed the name. It's almost like MySpace. The, bu- the bullets. Well, they this. changed it from bullets because of the violence that I, was going on. I, I get it, but uh, right because that was why there was violence. Yeah. Right? yeah, I mean, you immediately there's a correlation between hey, it's the Washington Bullets, so yeah. clearly you know. Well, because if yeah. you see somebody with a bullet shirt on, a jersey on, then they're Just, clearly letting you know that there's some bullets coming your way. Yeah, after after right, you see my shirt. Yeah, 
Yeah, you know, so they had to change that and turn it into the Wizards, which, you know, for some people, that was kind of a weird deal, too. You know what I mean? Because there's weird. violence connected to that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. More, more during medieval time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't, in me, it wasn't medieval. Abracadabra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, y'all talking about a different wizard. Oh, I know. I just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. You got you hate know. in your heart? <laughs> Let it out. Y'all won't, y'all, oh, uh, geez, y'all won't see my face. Oh, yeah. man. Won't see my face. That's so of all bad. the names, you know, it feels like Washington hasn't had a good run saying, on names. They don't have great runs on names. I mean, <laughs> like, I'm just saying, it was like, a miss if you ask me. Yeah, you know, the, but, the remakes never work well. I mean, imagine if you called them the Washington Grands, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, hey, I was just gonna say it doesn't hey. sound as it doesn't sound as cool to go to a Wizards game. <laughs> no, like, oh, we're going to a Wizards. Not at all. Uh, You're like we're going to the Bolts game. Like that's kind of strong. Well, what are you yeah. implying that they are by calling them the Wizards? You right. Know? That's yeah, true. I don't know, but I, I'm, I'm gonna go back to, to the point of the st- my a little, story. A little north for that. Uh, the point. The point of my story. I don't well, well, I don't know. I think, that, yeah. I think. I think the higher north you go the better off you are right got uh, too much hate in your heart bar <laughs> i think the lower you go down the southern more southern you go it could get a little dicey but yeah um but anyway I, I just you know for me looking at how uh dan handled things it's seemingly little danny, little danny it, it seemingly looked like it was amazing from from a young you know 22 year old you know prospect it was like, dang, like this has got to be the dopest dude ever, you know, and, and it felt that way. And I'm sure Harris wants to feel as though his his players, you know, feel that he's in, in it that way. Like he wants to, to see this organization do well. He wants to see the players do well. And he's probably dealing with the the idea of being an owner for this team is 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 now connected and represented to two two guys in particular and some people fall on you know a couple different angles with with cook you know a lot of people liked cook but there were a lot of people that didn't like him and and there were a lot of reasons why that were stated as to why they didn't like cook and then comes dan snyder who's like a fanboy who was able to buy the his childhood team and seemingly put all this energy into it. I just think Harris is going to want to come in and try to restore, or 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 maybe not even restore, maybe create a narrative, a new narrative as to what it means to be an owner in Washington D.C. because of the trauma that fans had and players and employees of the organization have had to endure during the the time of Dan Snyder. Hmm. I mean, do you think like Schefter charges for other people to use his Twitter account, or do you think it's just like uh, nah, hey, he's not the only solid. one? Don't don't put him on blast like that without oh, man. you know putting some of the rest. No, I'm, I'm just asking. <laughs> we should ask Breer if he comes on. Like, do you just like how does it work? Right. Like, do they just text you something hey, and then you just copy paste? Hey, I mean, Ryan, I know that's, does, happened, that's happened to some guys before. Hey, does Ryan Day have your password? Like, what, like, like let's uh, you know, let's find out uh, from Breer how that works. Uh, but I just, I, I I'm gonna go by a simple rule this off season. If your team had a head coaching vacancy, 
and you didn't interview Bill Belichick, you're going to stink this year. That's going to be the rule I'm going with. Because this isn't the first time that we've seen maybe something a little bit strange happen in Washington. There was all the stuff about, you know, uh, Ben Johnson and sort of there's too many basketball people trying to run the show there. Now they've got the owner who's going to show up and he's going to talk to all these quarterback prospects. Like, I just, I'm not optimistic things are going to go uh, all, you know, much smoother there. Because thus far, it hasn't really gone that way. I mean, Ron Rivera was voted one of the worst coaches in the league, according to this NFL PA poll. It just seems like people are so happy that Dan Snyder's gone because he had so much dirt on everybody that now they're going to go over the top celebrating uh, Josh Harris and company there. And I'm just, uh, give me a little bit of time. He may figure it out. You know, he may may do it. Just because he's doing some of the same things that Dan Snyder did when he was there doesn't mean he may repeat the same mistakes you know as as q mentioned he does have uh you know a, a, a portfolio of sports teams that franchises that he already owns so he's not new to you know being the owner of of a you know, professional franchise so he may handle things in a way and and listen give him some credit he brought on guys like magic johnson that's right his his success ratio has been (laughs) you win games don't you like magic johnson is is connected to winning championships you know he's done it with the sparks he's done it with what the uh not the with the dodgers was it the dodgers doesn't he have ownership with the dodgers now yeah didn't they win the, the 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 world series not too long ago yeah Right. Well, yeah, I mean, he wins. Well, I mean, it feels like it's a lot longer ago than it. It has been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Spend, it was you COVID, know. you know. Yeah, it's been a while. But Magic Johnson wins is my point. And, and, and so th- this could be a great moment in time that evolves for Washington. And speaking and I, of that, I have faith in, in Harris. I, I was watching the Lakers-Clippers game last night. I, I just – it's hard, man. Like I try to get up for some of these matchups in the NBA, and there, no one plays defense. It's crazy. It's I mean, there was a, there was a moment in time where James Harden had the basketball, everyone else was standing on the perimeter, and he was just methodically, slowly working his way to the basket for a layup. Dude. And it's like I just I don't. It's hard to watch. Dude. I'm sorry. I, I know there's NBA fans out there and. <sighs> I think we're going to be football centric, but it's just it's hard to watch. Like, why did you why did you stop being so critical, man? Like, stop being so hard. Dude, on and the by the way, it was a great players. comeback. LeBron played yeah. amazing in the fourth Dude, they, quarter. They, they they just had their all star break. They're tired, man. They can't play They're defense tired. every time. It, that's before. the thing, though. It looked like that, but I'm, then I'm thinking to myself, it's the second quarter. Right. Like, what were we doing? And then neither team traveled. The games in L.A. No. Yeah, it's uh, you know, you're just trying to figure this stuff out with the NBA night in and night out. But uh, here's what we know. What do we know? We know it's two pros and a cup of Joe. It is two pros Fox and Sports a cup Radio. of Joe. And we also know that we are going to go live to Indianapolis, and we're Hell hoping yeah. we get a banged up Albert Breer to tell us all about the shenanigans there at the NFL Combine, and that's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. 
You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio, and we will close up shop with a special edition of You In You Out coming up here in about 20 minutes from now here on FSR. But right now, we turn it over to our guy, Albert Breer. He is the senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, the lead content strategist there as well, too. You can get him on Twitter or X at Albert Breer, and hopefully he still has a cocktail in hand from his Wednesday night out. Albert, how we feeling? 
Yeah, no, I uh, I'm not that aggressive anymore. Oh. But uh, you guys, you guys can probably hear the bass in my voice. So. <laughs> yeah, we can. I'm not retired. Yeah, we either. can. I'm not retired either. Woo. <laughs> a little bit of bass, that's all. Hey, yeah, tell me bit. a little bit about the nightlife there in Indy. How's it been? Is it like it used to be back in the old days? You know, throwing down some throat burners there at the yeah. bar, Prime 47? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's it's not like, honestly, like there's less, there's fewer people here, like in general. Like it's, um, you know, like I think teams have kind of scaled back on who they're sending, a lot less coaches and I can even tell you guys this, like there are teams that are bailing all together this afternoon because the interviews will be done. And so they're going to go back and, you know, watch the workouts on their, in their home cities. Like there are a couple teams that will be completely gone from here. Um, so like, I think it's just the dynamic changed. And I think as the NFL has continued to try to turn this thing into a circus, it feels to me like the football people have less and less time for it. Um, and so, you know, I think, you know, in a, in, in a certain way, it's, it's kind of funny. The, you know, the bigger they've tried to make it, the more the people that really matter um, push away from it. So I don't know if they'll try to fix that, but it's definitely something I noticed. And that was a good way of dodging the question, I think. Right. On that point, Albert, is there a sense from like, sometimes like players get knocked for not working out, but when you have head coaches, who aren't even there, who don't go at all. I mean, would you say it's a little bit hypocritical then to ask a player to be there to go test and all that when the guys he's going to try to be playing for aren't even there? Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, you know, but I, I don't think those people are pointing fingers at anybody. I think it's the league that really pushes these kids to show up, show up to, to, to work out because they, they want them to be part of the entertainment product. You know, I, I don't think, you know, I don't think the head coaches who are skipping, you know, coming here or, the general managers who are going home today rather than staying for the workouts, I don't think those are pe- the people who are pointing the finger and saying, no, Marvin Harrison needs to needs to get out there and run routes and, and run a 40, or Caleb Williams needs to throw. Like, I think that's the NFL people that are saying that. So I, I understand what you're saying, Brady, um, but I, I don't – I think the people that are, that are leaving here or that didn't even show up here – um, we don't have a huge problem with players not working out or players not, you know, lifting or running or any of the other stuff here. I think most of the teams value, and I, I think this part of it's been the same way for a long time. Um, I think most of the teams value the medicals and the interviews way more than, than all the stuff that's on TV. Hey, B, what's the first first name that comes to mind when I ask you who are the people buzzing about uh, on downtime, down hours, you know, and, and the conversations going around? Yeah, well, it's obviously the the, um, the the veteran players that could be moved are part of the conversation, no question. So, you know, where's Justin Fields going to end up? Um, you know, Legereus Sneed, um, it looks like he's probably going to be traded. Um, before the beginning of the league year, or at least they'll come to an agreement to trade him. Um, you know, if he could find a suitor, you know, Zach Wilson's name. So there's like a lot of, you know, like those veteran names out there. Um, you know, and then as far as like the college kids go, um, you know, I, you know, Caleb Williams is still the big one. Um, and, you know, the, 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 the chance he'll have here to, to answer the questions for himself. Um, is he okay with going to Chicago? I know he's already said it a couple times. Um, but I'm sure he'll, you know, be asked about it again, and um, you know, and then 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 I think the, the the next tier of quarterbacks after the top three, 
um, is really, really interesting, too. And so can J.J. McCarthy make a bit of a move here? You know, the, the NFL team's already had a chance to look at Bo Nix and Michael Penix at the Senior Bowl. This is really sort of J.J.'s first chance to introduce himself to the league. And so um, yeah, he's going to have a chance to really help himself here. So I think, you know, the, the, the quarterbacks, the couple of receivers will be interesting. You know, can Moik Neighbors or Romadunze make up some, some, some ground on, on Marvin Harrison while they're here? Um, you know, I'd say that those are the things, as far as the college kids go, that people are talking about. Uh, Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, senior NFL reporter, lead content strategist at the MMQB, is in Indianapolis at the Combine. Best or juiciest rumor you've heard, either draft or trade-wise, thus far in Indy? Um, yeah, I, I would say, you know, like, I, I think the the way the quarterback and receiver positions stack up is interesting, at least, like some of the conversation there. Um, yeah, Jaden Daniels, I think, is caught in, you know, in some cases past Drake May um, in some teams' draft rooms. Um, I think, um, you know, some teams, you know, they, I don't know that anybody really thinks Malik Neighbors or Roma Dunze is a better prospect than Marvin Harrison, but there are certain things about those guys that um, some teams like more than Harrison. Um, I know from a rumor standpoint, I, I I would say this, Jonas. Like I think you know, like the, the the veteran market, like as far as the free agency stuff goes, we're a little too far away from that. You know, and that to to to, to really get like, hey, this guy's going here, this guy's going there. And I think most of the names of guys who can who could be traded over the next month has sort of been out there. So. You know, I, you, you had the guys I mentioned, LeJarrius Sneed, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. Um, you know, and then I think you have, like, some of the tagged guys who, is it possible that, you know, two, three weeks from now, um, you know, long-term negotiations haven't gone the right way, and those guys could be getting traded. I think there are a couple of guys who could be in that category, Brian Burns with the Panthers, maybe T. Higgins, um, you know, with the Bengals. Um, so I think that that's – I mean, most of that trade stuff is still sort of coming together here. I'll I'll, I'll go here with it, AB. I, I'm I'm curious in terms of going into the the combine, seeing everything you know that that's taking place with the prospects. Uh, a lot is is made about the the, the quarterbacks, but. You know, I I saw the the defensive lineman making a move and the edge guys. How how prominent is that? Has that position and and making sure you get it right with that position become at at the combine? I mean, because obviously, you know, getting to the quarterback has to be there has to be a premium placed on that as well. And obviously, you know, I'm saying this because. Of course, Chop Robinson and the linebackers, and you know, you know, what up, Chop? Yeah, Isa Adisa, you know, those guys are going to be, be yeah. Well, we we would see one in the top ten. It feels like maybe outside of like Chop or Verse, like there's not going to be many up there. Yeah, it'd be Dallas Turner, right? Dallas like Alabama. Yeah. yeah, so like I, I, I do think you know at the top end of the draft are. Um, it sounds to me like it's teams view it as being like really, really strong, right? Like, so like, I think if you look at the top half of the first round, it's not just like really high end players, but it's high end players at premium positions um, where it costs a lot for a veteran player, right? So quarterback receiver tackle, there are a couple of the edge rushers, like you said, um, I don't think it's a great edge rusher class though. So 
I think, you know, that actually could wind up helping guys like the ones we're talking about, like Verse, like Chop Robinson, like um, Dallas Turner, because teams could look at it and say there aren't great options in the second or third round, so we need to get one now. You know, so I think one or two of those guys could get pushed up a little bit by that dynamic. And I think that's sort of scarcity. I'd say it's sort of the I say it's sort of the dynamic of the entire class because um, I think it's only 58 underclassmen declared, which that number was like 144 five years ago. Um, and I think you guys know as well as I do what the reasons are. NIL is giving guys a chance to go back to school. The guys who really need money don't need to push it now um, and make that decision and go into the pros. And so you know what. That sort of created, I think, across the board is, is a depth issue. You know, so I know just talking to some teams that, um, you know, there's a feeling that after the fourth or fifth round, there's a pretty massive drop off. And like, some teams are going to have like free agent grades on guys they're picking in the sixth and seventh rounds. Um, and so, you know, I think again, like that creates, I think, a lot of value for picks in the first couple of rounds. Mm. Uh, I wanted to pick up on something that you just talked about. You mentioned like, something you had heard in regards to the quarterbacks, wide receivers, maybe how they're ranked. And I know you touched on Jay Daniels, but are you talking about just in regards to how, you know, Harrison, Neighbors, Adunze are looked at as a surefire prospects as compared to the quarterbacks? Or, like, what do you mean when you said that? When I said, like, that there's – you mean, like, the three guys, the three guys at receivers having having a chance to go really high. You saying, Brady? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like, like when I look at this draft, I think you could make the case as far as prospects. Like the top six prospects might be quarterbacks and wide receivers. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I, I, I think it's it, it, the 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 way that 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 sets up at both positions. I think is sort of similar um, in that you have one guy who's been sort of seen. And for a while now, like as a generational prospect, you know, on the quarterback side, that's Caleb. And then on the, uh, on the receiver side, obviously, that's Marvin. And then after that, you have a couple of guys who probably would be, you know, top five, top ten picks in any year, right? So those guys probably aren't in the same, like, sort of plateau as, as Caleb and Marvin. But, you know, Drake May and Jaden Daniels would both be high-end quarterback prospects, probably top ten picks in any draft. And the same goes for Roma Dunze and Malik Neighbors at receiver. Um, and then I think the other part of all of this and what's going to happen in the top ten is you have a crap load of tackles. You have, I think, it's right. probably going to be. Who, seven who's the tackles. top tackle there, Albert? Uh, who, who are you feeling is the top tackle? This yeah, I, I know what you're getting at. So I, we what have happened? to give Levar his moment with, with Chop. So we got to oh, give you. What about offense? Yeah. What about offensive linemen? Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, you mean what my offense? moment with Chop? We got one on the other side of yeah. the ball. Yeah, too. Albert. Who's, hey, who's know, the top tackle, what, Albert? What, 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 what Brady's trying to get at with you is that Joe Alt and yeah. yeah. has number oh, one tackle. Oh, Lou. Yeah. yeah. Cheers to the linebacker lounge. Alt's yeah. number one. All right. I mean, what a heck of a guy. Is he an impressive guy, Albert Breer? Like, honestly. That Joe Alt. Is he impressive or what? That, 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 oh, Yeah, he was, wasn't he recruited as like a tight end or something, right? Like, and then he yeah. like put on another 30 pounds and puts a starting left tackle as a freshman or something, right? Like, yeah. it is pretty impressive. You've you're got Brady. You're, you're talking about Olu back. blocking for uh, Caleb Williams in high school? That's what who you were talking about? Yeah. Wow. No, I, no, I I actually I only found that out a couple uh, couple days ago that Olu was, was Caleb's left tackle in high school, so that's pretty good, too. He's been protecting some pretty good quarterbacks. I mean, that's – I mean – Talk about a resume, huh? I mean, I'm just saying. You know? Well, I was going to ask you then. Where'd Caleb Williams learn how to scramble like that? I mean, it was. Oh, oh, see, yeah. uh, <laughs> he 
had to run out of the uh, oh. right side of the offense. Oh, you know? that what it was? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty darn good to his left. That was a great that one. Was. That was a great that one. Was. That was really good. Um, Albert, uh, speaking of, good, uh, of Caleb good. Williams, is this a foregone conclusion? I'm so glad you did that because that was the next question. It had to be, right? Yeah. Like, yes. I mean, is, is it, yeah. you know, basically Justin Fields is going to get dealt sometime in the next week yeah. or so, and then and that's the feeling you're getting from there in Indianapolis? Yeah. And no one's told me that definitively, but I mean, it certainly feels like that's the way the wind's blowing for been blowing for a while. And I, I don't, I, I don't think like, you know, I I understand why Ryan Poles has to tell the world that he's keeping his options open because I think you know, in the end, what you want to have coming out of this week, if you're the Bears, is like a full a full view of of all of your options in front of you. So you don't want teams to stop calling in either. You know, you don't want teams to stop calling on the number one pick. You don't want teams to stop calling on Justin Fields. You want to have, again, like a clear-eyed view of all of your options. Um, but, you know, like I, in the end, like, I, you know, the chance to get a guy who's seen as a generational talent, the chance to reset the rookie quarterback, the rookie contract um, for your quarterback, it's just too much to pass up. So, I mean, I, I don't, by the way, think that like Poles and, and Matt Eberflus would talk, be, would be talking about doing right by Justin Fields um, and so openly discussing the, the possibility that they will trade him if they weren't pretty far down the road on a decision to do so. Are all the conversations around Caleb or somebody from the camp or somebody randomly or whoever it was that said it, you know, him not – necessarily wanting to go to Chicago and and him wanting ownership if he did go to like are all those conversations deaded or is there still any type of you know undercurrents of of those types of of things being stated yeah. Lavar, I, I think um you know I think a lot of those conversations were not coming from Caleb mm-hmm. I think a lot of those conversations were coming from his dad oh well there and, we go and um yeah and I and I and I and I think it's an interesting dynamic because you know I I, like I, I think about like Patrick Mahomes, right? And Mahomes, like, there's a lot of noise around him, right? Like, with everybody around, like all the people that are around him, he does such a great job of being steady and being a normal guy. And you know, I I think like that's sort of what if you're the Bears, you're looking at with Caleb. It's you know, you've seen all this noise around him, right? Like, how how has he been able to steady himself through all of that? Um, and it actually, I think, to some degree, like, should, in the long run, give you a clearer evaluation of who he is. Because you're going to deal with noises in the NFL quarterback. You're going to deal with a lot of different things coming your way. You're going to deal with money. You know, he's already uh, made a lot of money as a college player. So as you're going through and evaluating um, Caleb Williams, I think it actually could wind up giving you a more complete evaluation of what he's going to be at 23, 24, 25 years old as a person because he's already had a lot of that noise around him. He's already had a lot of money, you know. Um, and so, you know, I know coming into, you know, the, the season when we were hearing a lot of those things back in, you know, August, September, um, you know, NFL teams really felt like when based on the information they were getting, that a lot of those things about equity in a team or forcing his way out to this team or that team, a lot of that stuff may have been coming from his dad and not from him. Um, obviously, that's something the Bears have had to dig into. And you know, my understanding is the Bears have done a ton of work on that stuff already. Get him on Twitter or X at Albert Breer. He's our senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, a lead content strategist there as well, too. Albert, we appreciate it. Get some sleep. Uh, enjoy the rest of the week there in Indy, and uh, we'll do it again next week. 
All right. Thanks, guys. Talk All right, boss. All right, there he is, uh, Albert Breer, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> what? what are you laughing at? <laughs> oh, no. What are you laughing oh, at? Oh, no. What are they showing on TV? Oh, no. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one that talks about Chris Jones. Oh, All right. No. They're showing it on TV right now, the studio. Oh, Chris Jones. Oh, Chris Jones. Are they showing it 40 times? Yeah. yeah. Like, they, oh, should, they on repeat. <laughs> uh, uh, hopefully, they're, they're bleeping it out. Um, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They had to. Yes. You can't let Snuffleupagus <laughs> no, show you his, can't. his face there. On, By the way, that blur on the TV network. looked like a manhole cover. Yeah. <laughs> I still, the best thing about that moment, <laughs> the best thing about that moment was when he goes up. <laughs> To the guy and tells him yeah. that it fell it out, came out. <laughs> and the guy just looks at him like i know man we we all saw it like people a hundred yards away saw it fall out like we we all saw it uh, the, like no one missed that but the slide though that had to be the <laughs> the most the cover intense up. crazy feeling to slide like three four yards on the ground it like worked that, out, man. it worked out well for it him did. You, know, you know what's funny about d tackles too and Lavar, you could probably test this. Like, I don't even know if people watch them to finish the forty. They usually just watch the first ten or twenty yard split. Because what if they ever? If they're running forty yards in a straight line, they got beat. Like someone's <laughs> run for a touchdown. True. And so I don't know how many of like the evaluators were still watching at that point of his forty, but everyone at home sure was. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Hey man. Yeah. There it is. It was. It was right there on the television screen. Right there. One of the great fumbles in NFL history. Jonas was so excited and happy about it. Some would say one of the biggest sacks in NFL history. MVP. Right there. MVP. Right there. MVP award. Yep. Yep. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. It's my quarterback. Yep. Well done. Just when I thought he couldn't be any quicker <laughs> with something so inappropriate, he totally <laughs> oh, redeems he's, himself. He's, oh, he's Doc Holliday. Yeah, wow. The fastest gun in the West. That was a quick gun there, boy, yeah. I tell you. Yeah. Golly, that was good. Um, I'm so mad I didn't come up with that. I know. Dang it. Listen, man. Dang it, that was good. That was brilliant. <laughs> Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, we're going to close up shop with another bang, bang. edition of You In or You Out here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield? 
windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. We're going to close up shop here in just a couple of moments with another edition of You In, You Out. A reminder, we are going to be back on the air coming up tomorrow. It's a football Friday, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. And shortly after we go off the air today, you can find the podcast of this show. If you've missed any of the show thus far, you just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the pod. Again, just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast you'll see today's show posted right after we go off the air. This is really big news. Two pros in a cup of Joe want you to know if they're in. Yeah, please. Or if they're out. All right, Lead the Lab, what do we got on a leap day? Well, guys, we did start the show talking about leap day, leap year, uh, the history behind it. I gave you a talk a little bit about the Gregorian calendar. Yeah, you know what I didn't didn't remember either? There's a movie called Leap Year. That's where Lee pulled this whole, like, oh, the proposal 
by Irish women on on the leap day. Oh, really? Oh. Three, four yes. Well, I know nothing it's about a movie. the movie. Well, no, it's a, it's a tradition. I mean, I don't I know, know but you knew about the movie, didn't you? I have no idea what movie this is. It's called Leap Year. Well, it's literally I will, called. Leap I will look it up. I will not watch it, but I will. Look it up. <laughs> oh, oh wow! Damn, movie snob. I got Damn. other things on the list. I'm sorry. Oh, of God. all the bad movies you've watched, you're not going to watch that movie. I watch good movies. Damn. I like watch awful movies. Well, I'm not saying I haven't watched awful movies, but uh, you know, you know what? It is a leap year. I got extra time on the calendar. Maybe I'll throw it in there. All right, fair enough. But uh, speaking of that calendar, do you guys know there was almost a international fixed calendar with 13 months, where each month would be 28 days, and each day of the week would, you know, uh, each week would be seven days. Every week would start on a Sunday and on a Saturday. It would make things a lot easier with uh, planning and scheduling. Would you out. guys be in or out on that? Out. Out. Yeah. Out. I like the fact that there's some months that have 30, 31, some with 28. Every four years is 29. A little variety in your diet. All right. We're out on that. All right, guys. Are you in or out on the Leap Day cocktail I found out? A colorful cousin of the martini. Two-thirds gin, sixth Grand Marnier, sixth sweet vermouth with a dash of lemon juice. Are you in? Lee, what about you? I'm going to make it today. (laughs) I ain't drinking that, but Lee, more power to you, buddy. Uh, now, now, is that like is that a universal drink? You can go to any bar and they'll know what that is. Or not is that, like, a chance. Special? But uh, I'm gonna bring this uh, this recipe to my bartender. Have oh, her geez. have her make it up for me. It's it was uh, pioneered by bartender Harry Craddock. Out. Yeah. Is uh is this delivery day at the uh, at the saloon? No, lane? that was yesterday, and uh-huh. Todd was blowing my phone up. But uh-huh. I told I had to sure skip out was? yesterday. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was very upset with me. Sorry, uh-huh. Todd. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Guys, did you know that people born on a leap day are called leaplings? Uh, Famous leaplings are Tony Robbins and Ja Rule. Oh, wow. All right. Leaplings. So happy birthday, Tony Robbins. So how are they able to celebrate their birthdays? Usually you uh, celebrate on the 28th of February or the 1st of March. That's weird. My favorite teacher in elementary school, uh, his birthday was on a leap year. He always used to joke about it. Dr. Whitney. That was great. He's the one who told me to get into uh, to broadcasting. Well, there you go. Fourth grade. Told me How that. about that? Yeah. Guys, can we, talk- we get off this leap year topic? I will. I will. I'll transition it for you. At Wendy's, you could get uh, cinnamon pull away because of leap leap day. But did you know that they have this what? thing called dynamic? Well, you, for leap day, they're giving you free cinnabons. But dynamic process pricing, they will let you uh, get cheaper prices at certain times of day. How about that? Look at Wendy's and. I mean, yeah. Only because of big news. Yeah. Yeah. Out. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.